0: have the history of they called the, the best shot in nfl history um with uh joe namath so yeah. in one of the
1: worst games of all
0: time the score is like
1: 13 to 3
0: yep. <laughs> um but all right guys let's kick this off welcome to um a new chapter of gvn review this chapter we just finished up our halloween chapter um, we really enjoyed creating that show for you guys. Um, we really allowed our horror freak flags to fly. Had to space that out so my tongue didn't start to freak out. Um, so this next chapter, we're going to do action movies, guys. We're going to break down some action movies. For this episode, we're going to break down best action movie franchises and best action movie trailers i know that sounds crazy to you guys but i will say this till the day i die michael bay has gotten me in a goddamn theater off of trailers alone i've seen uh transformers 3 and went i will not let this motherfucker do this again they dropped another transformers movie i see the trailer and i go I'm going to try this shit. <laughs> Hate it. And then he drops another one. And I'm like, God damn it. I'm going to do it again. I'm going to watch this trailer. It gets me. I go and I'm like, okay, no, no more Michael Bay. That's when I finally stopped. Um, but this is going to be a really, really, really fun episode. Dan will be on shortly, I believe. He's uh, on his way home, so he'll be calling in soon. Tia really wanted to be on this episode, but um, I told her we'll we'll do more action movie ones um, in the uh, upcoming week, so she'll be on uh, for one of those. But um, introducing my co-host tonight for this great episode. Starting off with Dom. What's going on, Dom?
2: What's up, everybody? Um, good. It's crazy ass election week. Uh, sure. You know, we know who who won, and you know. But so hopefully we already know. <laughs> everybody stays safe. I, I feel like um, it's a lot of hot air that's coming out with all the. Threats of violence and whatnot, but Stay On Your Guard, this is an action movie, uh, you know, show. So uh, keep these movies in mind in case some shit pops off and, uh, you know, them, all those skills you saw, hopefully they're embedded somewhere in your subconscious and you can, uh, you know, use them later on in, if need be. Hell yeah.
0: Watch, just watch John Wick and just study that. <laughs> You'll be fine um no but I-, I will say these young kids that are like man th- why won't this election like hurry up and be over you spoiled ass kids have never had to wait just to see goku defeat frieza that motherfucker <laughs> took eight months um if we can wait through that we have been primed and ready to wait for anything in life um next up chris what's going on chris
1: not much man we did the uh wrestling podcast last night wrestling geeks alliance and then today i uh you know worked chilled and obviously as everyone else been paying attention to the election it's been a little crazier here obviously with georgia flipping from a red state to a blue state um i will say like people that are maybe trump supporters don't go to philly <laughs> like don't go to yeah philly and try to start shit. these are the people that tried to kill santa claus so maybe not the right city, um, but yeah, it's, it's been a crazy week and hopefully we can give someone, uh, some people out there, something to listen to, to distract you from all the craziness and all the other bullshit in the world,
0: I guess. There's a lot of it. There's a lot of it. Um, you know, it's just one of those things where it's like, we've always tried to be uh, it takes people's mind off of the insane that's been going on this year. Um, and this election, taking 16 years to develop, is just par for the course for a year that has literally been the shittiest in American history. Um, we say that because we've we're living it. But I'm sure that there's an 86-year-old somewhere that's like, oh, there was a time there was no electricity. And it's like, shut up. you at least knew who your president was immediately shut up um but uh but yeah that's what we're here to do guys take your mind off of this crappy 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 year so let's get right into it let's talk best action movie franchises and first up i'm putting up mission impossible um tom I i remember watching the first one maybe a year after it came out um, on on DVD and going, this is really like a a dope-ass concept, not knowing that it's based off of an old show. Um, I'm thinking, damn, these guys created this totally original idea. Loved it. I remember seeing the second one and going, ooh, yikes. Um, This is not good. Um, And then I will never forget. Um, That's why someone asked me 10 years from now, My favorite J.J. Abrams project, I will always say, Mission Impossible 3. J.J. Abrams is what set the tone for that franchise going forward. Um, And what I still believe is the best Mission Impossible movie to date. It's really hard to say that, knowing how great that last one was. But I'm sorry, Philip, God rest his soul, Philip Seymour Hoffman was amazing in that movie um and it was just so many twists and turns spoiler alert give everyone that hasn't seen that movie sham on you if you haven't give you a moment to kind of skip through a little bit um but the way that they pulled it off where we see in the beginning of the movie where it looks like they shoot ethan's wife and we're like oh my god like this movie went there and then you see the actual scene and it's like oh that was dope as hell that wasn't her um just a lot about that movie was so well done and it's always cool to see Tom Cruise in the uh Hannibal Lecter mask that they put on him uh when they arrested him off off, off of the bridge um so Mission Impossible to me great 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 franchise has not it, it found a way to be the opposite of uh uh, Fast and Furious. It hasn't slowed down. It hasn't gotten stupid. Uh, it hasn't strayed away from what it is. Um, they've done a really good job. I've even loved the addition of um, Alec Baldwin, Jeremy Renner, um, Simon Pegg. Um, they've just done a really good job adding a, a few um, solid characters in there that just really stick um, and help grow that, that franchise. Um, but Chris I'll start with you man your thoughts on Mission Impossible uh, the franchise
1: I love the last two films I wasn't as high on the first two as other people were but I agree with you I think the third is probably the best and to me one of the most underrated characters in the whole series as of late is Simon Pegg and kind of his relationship with Tom Cruise is just so fucking great to me like it's 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 the opposite of Penny in 007 He's like, she's more straight-laced, and Simon Pegg is kind of what you would expect Simon Pegg to be if you've seen any of his other films. But you end up taking him seriously and taking that relationship seriously. And, and those movies have just been phenomenal. Like, they're well shot, um, and the storylines have been great. And the bridge scene you're talking about specifically, this guy is such a deadly spy that he can he could kill you with just his mouth. So... We gotta, to <laughs> lock this guy down. I love stuff like that. It's like it's a great attention to detail. But yeah, I hundred percent agree with you on three being the best. That's that's my favorite one as well.
0: Absolutely. And you know what I love the most, Chris? The action is so crisp and believable. Like, there's nothing that Ethan Hunt does that you look at and you go, "All right, come on!" Like this is like such an action movie trope where you're just doing shit that's not even really realistically possible. Um, everything that they do is well within, you know, the grasp of like, all right, I could see someone that's highly trained being able to pull something like that off. Um, so I love it. And I love how it started to become tropey with around maybe four or five, where it was just like, all right, so clearly all these uh Mission Impossible movies going forward are just Tom Cruise finding a way to kill himself. And leave his child without a father. Um, and, but even with that, it still flows perfectly that it doesn't seem like, all right, this is like a, a, a fucking superhero movie. Like, what, what is he doing? It just flows transition. Uh, I'm, it flows seemingly perfect with how the movie goes. Um, but before I pass it to Dom, Chris, how do you feel about that? Like, do you feel at all that uh, Mission Impossible is a bit tropey? Or do you think they always just find unique ways to stay fresh with the uh, franchise?
1: I think it stays fresh, especially in comparison to films similar. Right. So you do have the relationship between him and his child, right? Right. But if you go to somewhere like 007 or, or you know, Jason Bourne, for instance, which would be similar characters to some extent, they don't really have that. Like The whole thing about 007 is he never really settles down, Right. right. Uh, whereas you have this storyline with Tom Cruise that they play off of. It does get a bit old at times, but they always, because the action and the rest of the plot is so good, it's one of those things you can easily look over. Like none none of that ever, is. that would never deter me from going to see a Mission Impossible movie.
0: I'm completely with you. There's, there's probably nothing short of Tom Cruise just being done with the project that would ever stop me from seeing whatever Mission Impossible he decides to do. Um... Dom, your thoughts on Mission Impossible, the franchise?
2: Uh, I think the first thing I'm going to say is I'm looking at um, the movie posters for all of them. And they're really dope. Besides the last one, because it kind of strayed away from what the other ones were doing. (coughs) Uh, But I, I, I know for a fact I've seen the first three. I know I haven't seen the last two. And the fourth one... I feel like I did, but two thousand eleven was a weird year for me, so I'm not really sure um but no I, I mean I always had uh I always had fun with them uh it's definitely something that I looked at uh, I looked at it differently when I got a little older when I realized how small Tom Cruise actually is, and I was like, oh man burn troyer is is a spy that's crazy uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, I mean, I mean, it's always done very well. Uh, as far as I know, Tom does a lot of his own stunts. Uh, and for some reason, it seems like he, like you said, he, he wants to die. I mean, I've seen a video recently of him sitting on that moving train, with, not strapped to anything. This guy does not care. Uh, Scientology is uh, saving him, I guess. Um, but, no, the movies are great. Uh, I remember the second one, I strictly watched the second one because I wanted to hear the Limp Biscuit song played during the movie and that was enough to get me to watch that one um but no I mean it's a, it's a great franchise I definitely have to go back and watch the the last um two I think the only thing for me is that they waited so long to make the last three that I kind of fell out of like Love for lack of a better term with the storyline to where I could I wasn't invested anymore. Mm-hmm. And so when they did come out, I was like, I mean, maybe I'll see them. I don't, I don't know. There wasn't this big rush to go see them. Uh, so um, I think that's probably why I didn't see the last couple ones, but definitely the first three that are in my mind. Um, I, I liked them a lot. I watched them multiple times. Um, I mean, and who that. The, the drop down from the ceiling is probably one of the most iconic action movie scenes that we've ever seen.
0: Yep. Um, I will say, Dom, uh, I'll probably use this as my action movie trailers probably at some point tonight. But what got me, because right after Mission Impossible 3, I was like, all right, I'm, I'm definitely in. But what kind of revamped my hype for it, and I would definitely suggest you watching it, is the mission impossible right after mission Impossible four essentially, but it's not called that it might be called Rogue nation or something like that. I forgot whatever the fourth one was called, but what made the, the fourth one so intriguing to me was the trailer had a cut from Eminem and pink song, uh, won't back down. And the way they shot that where it was just so hard hitting and so like It just really was like, oh, my God, I want to see this. Um, And I'll tell you what, Mission Impossible 4 found a way to do something no director has since, and that's make Paula Patton look like a really good actress. (laughs) Um, So, you know, um, shouts out to that. But I really do love – and I believe that one, Dom, was the one where the huge stunt for that movie was – it was this huge building in Dubai. Uh, this is in the trailer, so it's not a spoiler, where he had the sticky gloves. And yeah. one of the gloves kind of, like, deactivates. And it's, like, the idea of, like, shit. Like, I got to make it with one glove now. And it, it was just so dope to see it play out. Um, but I would definitely say check out the trailers for, like, the last couple that you didn't see. Um, and it'll definitely get you hyped back into it. Uh, it, it should. It should. Yeah. Um, but I right, Chris, I'll go to you. What movie franchise are you putting up? I feel
1: like I would be amiss if I didn't throw out Die Hard for the simple fact that the first three films specifically are just such a big part of my childhood. And I think so many action movies took so much from that first Die Hard film um, and the way they were able to build tension. And while it's an action movie, there's a lot of other things going on in that film that are just absolutely great. Uh, Hans Gruber, probably one of the greatest bad guys of all time, like (laughs) when he's pretending to be just a a person that works there on top of the building, uh, using his weird Californian accent. Uh, And then, you know, you get to Die Hard 3, which is just absolutely, utterly insane. There's just so many good things about those films. I almost threw up the Mad Max series but I know some people would debate whether or not those films are action films. I don't, I don't think, I don't think there's a debate on Fury Road, but for some of the others,
0: I definitely, I definitely do count it as, as action. Um, I a hundred percent do. They they are, they are at its core action movies, honestly. Um, And there's not really a big enough argument against it, in my opinion. Um, but I definitely see why you went Die Hard. Um, I agree with you. Die Hard, one of the greatest action movie franchises, definitely top five. Uh, and it's not five or four. Um, <laughs> it, it was Die Hard was truly great. I still call it the greatest Christmas movie of all time. Um, <laughs> and everyone always argue it's not a Christmas movie, and I'm like. Is Home Alone a Christmas movie? Yeah. Why isn't Die Hard a Christmas movie? You know? So, me, (laughs) same thing. To me, all you have to be to be a Christmas movie is take place during Christmas.
2: Boom.
1: Christmas movie. He kind of gets slept on, but Die Hard 3, Die Hard with a Vengeance. The relationship between Samuel L. Jackson's character and and John McClane throughout that entire film is just fucking great. There's so many hilarious moments. It almost becomes a buddy cop movie similar to like Lethal Weapon with like a darker twist. Uh, But which is another great film franchise. But it's just it's the one that I always if I'm going to pop in an old action film, it's one of the ones I go to. The other set that I would probably go to would be, well, the first Mad Max. um, And then. Yeah, just all of the Mad Max films are, are up there for me as well. But yeah, those would be the two. If I'm going to, if I was just going to go pick something that wasn't already out and say, hey, I'm going to watch an action movie today, those those would be probably where I would start.
0: I'll even go as far as to say I'm probably the only one you, you guys know, I don't care. I, I die on hills. I love the one with Bruce Willis and Justin Long, um, where um, Timothy uh, Oliphant was the, uh, the main villain. Fucking loved it. I'd watch that movie all the time. I have no problems with that movie. The ones after that, sure, pretty much garbage. But so is, that is one, that, I loved it. Is that Live
1: Free and Die Hard? Yep. Yeah, that's that's a good film. And it kind of just came out of nowhere because it hit in like 2007. Yeah. And the franchise had been dead since 95. So it was kind of, uh. that was the only thing. And the, the storyline being about his his son growing up. But I mean, it kind of played into it though, because I mean, he How lost his know? wife and kids after the- uh,
0: No, the one you're thinking about, was um was the one that was the one after Live Free or Die Hard. Live Free or Die Hard was Timothy Oliphant and the lady he was working with were uh, hackers, and they were pretty much just shutting down the grid. And Justin Long was like this really good hacker also. Um, so Kevin Smith also made like a really big appearance in that movie. Um, it was just about stopping these trackers, uh, these trackers, these hackers before they shut down and cause like a, a global incident. Um, but the one you're talking about was um, with, what's his name that played um, Captain Boomerang and Suicide Squad. Um, and that one was, in my opinion, really bad. Um, that movie was just like, it's a cash grab, but you guys don't really need a cash grab. Just stop making these movies if it's gonna be this bad.
1: Yeah, I think I I definitely combine the two cuz that's a good day yeah. to die hard that I was thinking of. But yeah, no, not yeah, That that one sucks.
0: <laughs> but you know
1: what? You know what? 4 out of 5. Not bad.
0: Not bad at all. <laughs> and I always got to give it credit. Uh Live Free and Die Hard um took place in New Jersey. Uh they actually shot that around Rutgers. Um so you always you always get me with that. You always get me with the home field advantage. Um But yeah, four out of five, it's a lot better than most can say. So bravo to them. But I'm really glad, Chris, that you enjoyed Live Free and Die Hard also. I really thought I was going to be the one here dying on the hill of loving that movie when everyone was like, it was awful, it was garbage. I I think
1: the the movie may have been a little bit better if they didn't have Kevin Smith, like writing scenes on the fly or rewriting shit on the fly. Right. I will say that. So, I mean, if anything it suffered from not being fully vetted before it went into production, as far as the writing went.
0: That's fair. But Timothy, I thought was a really good villain. Justin Long, I thought was a great comedy relief. And, um, you know, Bruce Willis is doing Bruce Willis shit. So I loved it. Um, Dom, your thoughts
2: on uh, Die Hard? No, <clears throat> I always love Die Hard. Like you said, Warren, Justin Long. I mean, really, anything with Justin Long, <laughs> I'm going to watch. I'm, I know people, for some reason, don't like him very much, but uh, he has, like, a weird, awkward comedy. Even if he's not trying to be funny, it just works. Um, but now Die I mean, the franchise is <clears throat> your, your quintessential action. I mean, the just the name alone, like Die Hard, I and mean, then you have Die Hard with a Vengeance, and Live Free or Die Hard, and A Good Day to Die Hard. Like that is like someone taking like action movie rocks and just throwing it at the wall. Like, yep, that's that's the title. I don't. It doesn't matter. It didn't have to make sense. That's just it's gonna work. Um, no, I mean, if 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 you're an action movie lover and you don't like these movies, I have to question your love for action movies. Um, Because, yeah, Die Hard is definitely, every Christmas, is getting played. Um, Sorry, I'm not watching A Christmas Story for 24 hours. (laughs) I'd rather watch Die Hard for 24 hours. Um, But, yeah, no, great franchise, great franchise.
0: Absolutely, but, yeah, no, I don't ever... I don't ever listen to anyone that tries to tell me it's not a uh, it's not a great, if not the greatest um, Christmas movie. Sorry. It has all the recipes for me to be a Christmas movie. And evidently it doesn't take much. Uh,
1: I mean, and and also Lethal Weapon is a Christmas movie, too. While we're while we're calling things Christmas movies, the entire plot of Lethal Weapon happens around Christmas as well. So we we should throw that in there. And, uh, And and the second Die Hard is also during Christmas. When all the airport shit happens, oh,
0: yeah.
1: technically you could have a Christmas marathon,
0: <laughs> watch yeah. them back to back. Yeah, no, it look and like you said, has the recipe for me. So, I'm with you on that. Um, all right, Dom, what movie are you putting up for uh, best action movie franchise?
2: Um, so I'm gonna go out of the country, and I'm going the Ongbok franchise. Um, the first movies I started really, like, action movies, I started liking when I was a kid. Uh, I stayed with my grandma sometimes. My mom was at work. And we'd always go to the movie store, and we'd get all the kung fu movies and shit. And so, of course, growing up, I started liking the Bruce Lee movies and then found Jackie Chan. And then as I got older and I could, you know, legit pick the movies for myself, I remember picking up Ong Bak uh, in a movie store and completely fell in love with uh, Tony Job uh, and then had to watch every kind of interview or thing he was doing. Uh, I mean, he, it kind of... I think what makes the film so good is that he's this kind of like quiet, nice guy, doesn't want to bother anybody, but at the drop of a hat, if you're endangering somebody he cares about or taking advantage of somebody, he's going to break you down with them knees and them elbows. And he introduced... Uh, the world of Muay Thai for me uh, to where I almost wanted to take Muay Thai because of that movie. Um, I mean, doing all his own stunts and he's doing things that don't look possible, honestly. Um, and every one kind of, I mean, it's just like every other action movie, Every the plot of every single one, they're somewhat similar. But I think that's what I like is just that he's a—he's the he's a good guy, up and down, like there's no bad about him. He doesn't really have any edge to him. He just doesn't like guys uh, taking advantage of people. And then you finna catch them hands or them elbows. Uh, and the way that, that it's shot <clears throat> to where when he delivers a certain blows and then they do the different angles and you see the elbow drops. And I mean, uh, they're, they're just so good. I, I think I remember uh, when I first watched, when I watched the first one, I had to call my homies, like, look, y'all got to watch this movie with me. And I'm pretty sure I watched it uh, on repeat for a good two days. Um, but I think it's a franchise that doesn't get mentioned very often because it is um, in Thailand. And um, he was starting to become a star. Don't know what happened. And he, his buzz kind of died down. Um, but if people go back and watch those movies, it is nonstop ass-beaten, and um, it's great. What was it again, Dom? Ong Banc. Okay. Oh, yes, yes,
0: yes, yes, yes. Okay, all right, I got you. Um, I will say, if you're a huge Bruce Lee fan, it's a show on Cinemax that Cinemax is canceled. Um, hopefully HBO Max picks it up for a third season, but it's called Warrior. Um, and when I say that is some of the most authentic action that I've seen in a show in a long time. Um, it is so fucking fluid. Um, but I will on an action movie show. Uh, I don't ever shy away from it, guys. If, if I've never done it, I I own up to it. I've never seen a Bruce Lee movie. I've never seen a... Not because I didn't want to. Um, not because I think they're bad or anything. I, I think it's just one of those movies that... whatever I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna going to bunker down and watch it. Something <laughs> always comes up, and I'm like, shit, I forgot. Like I forgot to, to turn that on yesterday. Um, but just to be clear, I, I have no issues with them. It's not like I'm trying to avoid them. Um, but the show Warrior desperately makes me want to watch um, some Bruce Lee movies. Because the show Warrior is as told by the tellings of Bruce Lee. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, it's heavily Bruce Lee inspired. And when you watch it, I assume if you're a fan of his movies, it it feels just fluid. Um, But yeah, no, I'm definitely with you. I'm going to have to rewatch that, Dom. I don't remember it as vividly as I thought I did as you were talking about it. So I'm going to put it on my list.
2: (laughs) And then he'll mean that he ended up right after that was the movies almost kind of blur together. He ended up doing like, I think it was The Protector, I think one and two like right around the same time as like On Two and Three. That they if you were to like put one of them on and just without knowing the title, you're not gonna know which movie is which except for the protector. He's protecting animals. Um but uh no I mean the guys like I, I like he's to the point where any legit action star who is like um fluent in whatever martial arts they portray in the movies. I think Tony John could take pretty much anybody. I mean, Michael John White might be a problem, uh, and maybe Jet Lee because he's real quick or young Jet Lee. But I don't know if I can beat Tony John. Man, he's he's a problem.
0: Tony John for sure is a goddamn problem. Um, not many people alive that I would say could uh, could handle those kind of those kind of problems. Um, yeah, no, not many people that I could say straight up. No, they they got them. No, no, that don't really exist out there. Um, all right, we're gonna do one more go around, and then we're gonna do uh, trailers. Uh, gonna I do
1: don't that. get a comment on Ong Bak. Oh shoot, sorry. I'm sorry, Chris. I'm so sorry, Chris. <laughs> go ahead. I'm sorry. I see how it is, holding your boy down. I got you. <laughs> go ahead. I will say, even if you don't, if you've never seen the films, there's two fights specifically. The final fight in the third Ong Bak film is just filmed incredibly. Yeah. it's batshit crazy. And the fight club scene, I think it is from the first movie Yeah. is nuts. I mean, it is one of the most brutal fight scenes I've seen as far as martial arts movies go in a very, very long time. And I don't know that we'll, I mean, we really don't get martial arts films like we used to. It had yeah. like a resurgence there in the late nineties, early two thousands, and then kind of honestly fell off a little bit, which is unfortunate. And also, Jawan, what the hell, man? Go watch some Bruce Lee films. They're like an hour and ten minutes long a piece. You got you got no excuses on this one.
0: <laughs> no, I, I told you, I told you, I've I've absolutely no excuses. It I, something always just just always happens that that stops me in, in that moment, and then I forget, and then I go shit. Bruce Lee. All right, let me let me get back to it. But H uh, B O Max has *Enter the Dragon*. Um, and I I started it, but I, I had stuff to do, so I didn't get to finish it. But um,
1: yeah, I mean, I would I would check out out of all of them, I would check out The Way of the Dragon or The Dragon, and then probably Game of Death. Those are my three favorites from the Bruce Lee.
0: To me, I think I think what I'm waiting for, Chris, is whenever Shang Chi comes out, I want to watch all the Bruce Lee movies before watching Shang Chi, um, because when you start to watch Enter the Dragon, and then you hear what Shang Chi is about, you're like. Oh, so you're doing Enter the Dragon just with like a superhero. Um, so to me, I kind of want to watch all of them like all together uh, because obviously Shang-Chi was heavily uh, inspired by Bruce Lee. Um, fucking looks like him. <laughs> so um, no, I- I'm with you. No excuse. And I, I will get um, those Bruce Lee movies watched for sure. Um, but let's do one more go around. But this next go around. I'm going with my boy that I'm pitching to Lionsgate, a spinoff of Grandma Wick to go with Jess Wick. Um, Helen Mirren, I'm coming for you. You're going to be my grandma Wick. Um, I'm telling you that movie will garnish at least eight billion dollars just off of people wanting to see how hilarious it looks. Uh, but if you watch Red, you know Helen Mirren can, can throw down. She ain't no slouch. Um, but yeah, John Wick. It, it definitely brought back a feel to action movies that felt like action movies were lacking. Um, whenever you talk to somebody and they try to tell you Fast and Furious is the best action movie out, um, you know something's wrong in Hollywood. So having something like John Wick as a so-called resurgence is always good. Um, And Keanu Reeves, to me, I've never thought Keanu Reeves was that good of an actor. I thought Keanu Reeves thrives in roles that are literally tailor-made for him. Um, Neo, tailor-made for him. Um, John Wick, tailor-made for him. Uh, Even, uh, what was it, the movie, The Day the Earth Stood Still, tailor-made for him. And I thought that movie was really good. I I didn't hate that movie at all. Um, But when I tell you, after watching that first John Wick, And I remember saying to my dad after the movie was over, I was like, is this shit over a dog? Like, (laughs) did did he just kill half of this town for a dog? Um, And honestly, I really, my biggest concern, I went to go see John Wick 3 with Joelle. We went to go see that together. I remember telling him before the movie started, my biggest concern was, how do you keep this fresh? That it doesn't get tiresome, it doesn't get old, it doesn't get draggy, um, and he found a way. the The killing in that, first of all, anytime you <laughs> you're fighting in like a little barn, and you can get a guy behind a horse, slap the horse on the ass, and it drop kicks a guy. I'm like, you're, yeah, you got me. This this is good. Um, Holly Berry was was freaking phenomenal. That gave it you know new life. Um, It was just really, really, really well done. And look, this franchise is so good. The Continental has its own show coming out on stars. Um, if Jessica Henwick has her way, they'll be doing a spinoff with Jess Wick. Um, it just it is a franchise that has opened itself to span way more than just John Wick. Um, we could have a Bill wick. We could have, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it, it opens itself to where it can be more than just one thing. Um, and that's not easy for action movies to do. Um, you know, so hats off to John wick hats off to Keanu Reeves. What a franchise. And we're not slowing down. We got four and five coming. Um, and like I said, plus the continental show that, you know, he may or may not make an appearance in. So I'm dropping John Wick in as um, my second best French uh, action movie franchise. Chris, your thoughts.
1: I I think the John Wick franchise was absolutely mind blowing. The first time I really dug into it. So I didn't start watching them until I guess it was the third film. And then I watched the third film with a friend and I was like, okay, I guess I need to go back and and watch all of these. So then I sat down and watched them all in a row. which is a great way to spend a Saturday or Sunday. Uh, It's incredible. It's crazy to think that if someone would have told you that Keanu Reeves pre-Matrix would have starred in like two of the biggest franchises in action movie history, I think you'd be like, what? No, the Bill and Ted guy? What the fuck are you guys talking about? (laughs) Right? I mean, Keanu Reeves gotten so much crap over the years that I love the fact that he is this massive action hero and John Wick and the characters... Very interesting. Um, I, I, it feels fresh because it doesn't feel. It, it feels different than like your Die Hard's or, or your Mission Impossible's. There's something kind of unique to it.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and, and it feels. And, and I think part of it is like we were just saying. It, it's been such a gap in you know traditional action movies. So it kind of is, is, is the feeling of wanting something new that John Wick gave us. But it's so fluid in its fighting, and, and it's so believable. Um, his hand-to-hand seems very basic, but it's, it's effective. Um, you know, his ability to kill people with – when they said John Wick killed somebody with a pencil, I'm like, that sounds so stupid. But when you see him in John Wick 2 actually pull it off, you're like, oh, my God that's awesome like that is dope um so yeah i'm with you chris the idea that this guy did you know bill and ted and then span that into matrix and john wick which are still both going on very strong um it's 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 a testament to to keanu reeves for sure um which is weird that we're talking keanu reeves because for some strange reason knock knock is trending on netflix i don't know where the hell it came from <laughs> uh, it is the weirdest thing ever but it's like number two on netflix for some strange reason
1: i think it's because everyone's been stuck in the house for so long that anytime they drop anything new onto that list it immediately becomes number two just because people are like well fuck i guess i'll watch this
0: <laughs> that it, it picture you spent years months putting together a project and someone watching it comes down to eh, nothing else like, <laughs> not even oh it just looks good it's just eh, nothing else to watch so yeah you know the thing you spent a year and a half pouring your your life into I guess i watch you know nothing else um that must I, be a horrific thing ever
1: <laughs> I will I will say when I watch these John Wick films it makes me want to play that rock star Max Payne game do you guys remember that yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> Let me say this. Let me say this. Let me say this really quick, Chris. You played Max Payne 3, right?
1: It, I mean, it's been years, but it, when I watched the John Wick movies, I was like, "Man, maybe I should like load up Max Payne."
0: <laughs> I played Max Payne 3. My sister has my old 360, right? So before she broke it. But I played Max Payne 3 again. And I still to this day say um Bruce Willis would be perfect for that to bring that to life. You don't have to try to bring Max Payne from the beginning. I think if you do Max Payne 3 and you do it the same way the game did it where it was just numerous flashbacks, um you could legit start that franchise from Max Payne 3. He's down on his luck, he's old, he's lost the step. Um and he's getting back into the game and you just go from die, uh, die hard, wow. From Max Payne 3 and then you just do three, four, five with Bruce Willis. I'm telling you, people will go nuts if you if you watch just the cutscenes of Max Payne 3. It even fucking looks like Bruce Willis. Um, and I'm like, he would kill that. Um, and it would bring life into a franchise that should be a successful movie or TV franchise, but yet again, you bring in Mark Wahlberg playing Mark Wahlberg, and there you go. Um, But, yeah, I'm glad you even brought that up, uh, Chris. Yeah, I I think someone should do a Max Payne 3, Bruce Willis-led movie, and I'm telling you, it will do really, really, really good. People will definitely respond well to that. Um, But, yeah, John Wick, wow. Dom, your thoughts?
2: Uh. Uh, it's hard, man. Like, if if, there, if there's anybody out there who watches, let's just say they saw John Wick three, and they say, "I don't like it." You're an alien. You're another person. I don't know what is wrong with you. What you just watched. I think I want to say, <clears throat> I saw that uh, with Kanan. We really were like, at a screening, and like literally the whole time, our jaws are on the floor. Like, oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. Um. Because, I mean, like you said, with, like, as much as I like, I like to praise practical effects and horror movies, like, the practical fighting, like the way that you can hear and see all the movements and fighting is not, like I, I was, uh, I worked at a Taekwondo school for five years. The moves are not always gonna be like, ah, all the stuff we see, yeah. you know, that's a lot of that camera work to make it, to fluff some things up. But to see all that and hear it, and you can hear that they're tired, and it it's just so realistic. Um, I mean the, the 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 knife scene with Common that there, there was was the second one. Yeah. Yep. Second one. Um, I mean that was. I mean there's just so many things you can pull out of every single movie. And I mean you, you can literally take fight see the biggest fight scenes out of every movie and make your own movie again because there's so many great scenes uh, in that. And there is you know of course a little bit of that um <clears throat> super human component with like in the third one where he gets like knocked off the roof and hits the stairs lands on the trash can and then he gets up like oh shit but that's it that's be expected just a little bit but it's not a whole lot of that because he gets hes gets his ass up a little bit and he can see that he's tired and he's bleeding and it's hard for him to keep pushing on um but now that franchise is so good I don't know how they were able like I said like it is fresh, and it—I don't—it's it, it, one of those ones like you can watch it all three in a row and not be tired of it. I don't know what they did or how they did it, because you—you see it, and I can't comprehend all the way how they're able to pull it off. Um, and it's you know the way that they making it this continuous thing too, kind of like uh, 24 is a part of what I think makes it fresh, um, but not like. I mean, there's literally nothing I don't like about those movies. Uh, it is kind of weird seeing Keanu like beat so much ass when he's like, well, I know he's like, you're, you're Keanu. Like, that's not supposed to happen. Right. And at this point, <clears throat> at this point, if I ever met Keanu in a dark alley, I'm going to give him his respect and be like, you got it. You know, Um, I ain't going to mess with you. <laughs> um, no, man, like, movies are so good, man. i um, yeah, I love them. Like, three was so good. I can't wait for the next two or four. Or Keanu said he's ready to make his, make them as long as he can. So I'm with it. We, we can make John Wick 100. And I'm sitting there in the rocker watching it. Like, I'm good.
0: 100%. And <laughs> it's funny you mentioned the knife scene with, with Common. I was blown away when he was fighting those guys in three. And then, like, you see the one guy kind of like yeah. just sitting there. And then he grabs the axe and it's like, boom and throws it right into his head perfectly i'm like i love this franchise so much like i love it um but no huge shouts out to john wick um great 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 franchise chris what is the second one that you're putting on the list
1: well i mean i kind of did a spoiler earlier because i wasn't sure that we were going to do two and i also wasn't sure if it was considered an action film but i got to go with the mad max franchise yeah and outside of beyond thunderdome all of those movies, the first two being such a big part of my childhood, growing up watching the TBS Superstation. uh, (laughs) If you guys remember that, uh, they're just so incredible. That first film, I just remember as a kid, this one, the one scene at the very end where he literally handcuffs this guy to a motorcycle and it's about to blow up and he throws him a hacksaw and he's like, you can saw through those in 15 minutes or you can saw through your own arm in five minutes. It's your choice. <laughs> Just walks away and lets this guy explode, right? Because he doesn't want to cut his own arm off. I'm like, man, that's some hard ass shit. Uh, <laughs> I love the relationship Mel Gibson had with his dog in the second film, uh, and Mad Max Fury Road I think is one of, if not the best action film in the past twenty years, and I stand by that. I thought it was absolutely fucking phenomenal. I thought Tom Hardy was great in it.
0: Uh, I,
1: <laughs> I love the female casting. The storyline was cool. I love, uh, I don't know why I'm slipping on his name, but uh, the guy that played Tony from Skins, who was the, kind of jumped on the truck. He he was uh, one of the Chrome Domes. I can't remember his name now, the actor's name. And he's been in so much stuff
2: too. It's so, this is embarrassing.
1: He played Beast.
2: Oh, Nicholas Holt. Yeah,
1: Nicholas Holt. He's incredible in that. Like towards the end when he knows he's gonna die, you're like, ah, man, shit. (laughs) No, we thought I thought you were gonna be okay um man it's so great when they ride in at the very end of three and they just accept her as the new leader it's it's pretty badass it's it's just such a cool world i mean to me that feeds into video games like borderlands and and fallout like all of that kind of spun off mad max also if you're a wrestling fan motherfucking road warriors (laughs) so (laughs) as a wrestling fan too i'm like this is one of my favorite film franchises of all time it sucks that Beyond Thunderdome wasn't as good as it could have been. But outside of that, man, that thing's spotless. I love it. I love everything about it.
0: I will say, I don't know if I can agree with you on best action movie, but um, it, it, it's not far off in, in my opinion. But visually, it is hands down the best visual action movie definitely within the last 10 to 20 years. That's not even to be debated. Um but i don't know there was there was something and i do consider it a uh, uh, uh an action movie that's not even that's not even um something i'm, I'm willing to even hear someone uh dispel but um i don't know it, you know what i compare it to chris and, and it's not a it's not a knock at all when I, I was on the phone with tia earlier and she was like you guys better put like, you know, some Avengers scenes up there and I'm like, Avengers Tia isn't like what I think of when I think of an action movie. Like to me, it's the ultimate cheat code purely because your focus is more so on the visuals than the idea of your, your classic action. Um, and I kind of felt like that last um, Mad Max to me. To me, I'm not saying it is, is, is definitive, but to me, it was the focus was more so on the visual of it and not a lot of the the action. Like it was more so the aesthetic. Um, that was what the focus was, in, in my opinion. Um, but the original one, I, I thought that was that was purely well, not purely, but I thought that was more action than the, the more recent one.
1: I, I throw it up there just because of the car, the the truck scenes in general where they're chasing them down. Like that 10 minute, that 10 to 15 minute shot, which is used in the trailer, which will probably come back up later when we talk about best trailers. That 10 to 15 minutes of that movie is action packed with all sorts of crazy shit. I mean, they have a guy playing guitar with flamethrowers. <laughs> yeah. me. <laughs> That's what and I mean by like the car to car, like people jumping from car to car while they're trying to pop these guys off. It's, I don't know, man. It's it's great. It's phenomenal. I could see people saying it's not really an action film. It's more of a, I don't know. It's almost more of a thriller, and I would say the first film to some extent is more of like a revenge, revenge horror story. To because I mean they do murder his family and mm-hmm. he hunts them down and, and kills everyone. So it's almost. I don't want to say it's similar to I Spit on Your Grave, but it's in the same vein as some of those type of Whoa. 70s horror films.
0: I Spit on Your Grave we never even brought up when we did our horror show. Um, definitely a classic. Um, but like I said, it's it's an action movie 100%, but to me, I kind of feel like the aesthetic is what the focus was. Like you said, guy playing a guitar with flames coming out. Um, it, you know what it felt like? And, and again, no disrespect, but it felt like one of the dopest most expensive music videos ever like it felt like a a true classic marilyn manson music video you know what i'm saying and and that's not to be disrespectful at all i i I think that's that's you know admirable in, in a way marilyn manson made some dope ass videos but um like i said it felt more like the focus was supposed to be just purely the aesthetic of it um, and not really focusing 100% on the action. I mean, I, could, I could agree with you there, but then you could say the same thing about a lot
1: of the Fast and the Furious movies, right? So-
0: You will never get me to disagree <laughs> with the idea of that. <laughs> so,
1: and, I, and I love those movies. The one thing I will say that this separates this from other action films and even some of the comic films to me is the fact that I cared about all of these characters. Right. And by the end of that movie, I cared about every single one of those characters in their own right. Yeah. And the fact that he just walks away, is such a fucking great scene. So to me, that's like the biggest thing. I mean, it had a great villain really creepy. I mean, a lot of it is aesthetic. I'm not going to, I can't disagree with that, but the fact that they made me care so much about the characters, that's not something you see in action films that often. Usually you're like,
0: I'd say the most I've ever cared about somebody in an action movie is the professional. Um, the professional, I'd even say uh, man on fire. Um, like those, those movies to me are like the most emotionally driven kinds of, 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 action movies. Um, but I agree with you. It's not something that usually exists in action movies where like you're watching and you're like, man, he's really good at karate chopping, but I also, I'm going to cry because he died. Uh, It's just usually not mainly because action movies are supposed to be franchise builders. They're not supposed to be up. The hero died in the first one and that was it. We're not doing anymore. So um, that's why you don't usually get that raw emotion from them. Um, But yeah, no, I'm, 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 I'm completely with you on the idea of that, but um, I'm curious, Chris, uh, what they do with this new one, Um, how they pull off this new one. Is it again, the aesthetic, is it purely going to be the action that they're focusing on? Um, it'll be interesting to see what they do with it. Really sad we can't get Charlize Theron back. Uh, they're going younger with uh, Anna Taylor-Joy, who well, I do love. Um, so I'm interested to see what they do with it. But it's definitely a franchise that should never die off. Every 10, 15 years, there should either be a continuation or a reboot of it. Um, it's just too, It's too great of a story for our history to ever stop doing it so the next generation can experience it for their own.
1: I'm gonna give you that until I see this next movie and hate it.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, no, I'm kidding. I, I hope it's good. I mean, you're, you're telling me you're doing a Mad Max movie without Max. Yeah. So And you're doing it in this world, but then you're taking away the major protagonist that you built from the last film. And also, is that writer gonna be reinvolved? because he was heavily involved in Mad Max Fury Road. And I think that's part of why it was so good, even though I heard he was kind of a nightmare to work with and maybe cost him a good amount of money budget wise.
0: I'm not a hundred percent sure. It would have to be something we, we'd have to double check and get back and get back to on. But um no, I mean, look how you feel about that is how I feel about them doing uh, more matrix instead of just rebooting it and doing a whole new story. Um, I'm like, sounds good till i see it and i'm like why 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 couldn't you just do something completely original um i mean
1: there's so much you can do with that world but you don't necessarily have to call it like i mean you can't at this point you're not going to be able to call it mad max because he's not in the movie right so you're already disassociating from that would it make more sense if you just want something with that aesthetic to do something like a borderlands movie or a fallout movie i know i'm tying this back to video games but those or heavily centered around the idea well, of,
0: remember, of what we Max getting, is. remember we are getting a borderlands movie um eli roth is directing it so we're getting a borderlands movie they actually casted um what's her name that played hella in ragnarok um she was the first character that they casted so we are getting a borderlands movie that um is very difficult to do it will not be easy for Eli Roth to pull that off. You have a lot of diehard Borderlands fans that will be waiting to rip your throat out from your butthole. If you do not stay faithful to what Borderlands is. Um, But I mean, I, I don't necessarily disagree with you, but again, you know what it falls on Chris and this happens all the time. You need something to loop in. So it's like, remember how Chris, and I'll loop this to wrestling for you. Remember how, Triple H felt as though to really kick off the NXT women's division that really didn't need much of a kicking off. They had to bring Charlotte in to kind of, you know, reestablish like, oh, like this is, we, we're supposed to take this serious. It was the name that they were attaching to bring people in. That's what they do with movies like this. It's like, sure, could they have called it something else? Uh, and Maybe they will. I, I don't think it's definitive that they're calling it Mad Max. Um, but to call it Mad Max would be to bring in the audience that loves Mad Max and then to swindle them in it not being about <laughs> Max. Um, so th- we know they, they do that all the time.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's my worry, because why would you even go through the effort of casting someone like Tom Hardy and doing such a big budget film that was kind of beloved right. to just kind of shovel it aside, especially when you establish such great characters in that movie So, you know what? I'll check it out just because, like I said, I love that world. It's part of the reason I threw it on this list, but I'm not super sold on it being any good. I guess time will tell. I didn't know about the Borderlands thing, though. I'm excited for that.
0: Yeah, I I thought it was really interesting when they went the route of Eli Roth. I was just like, hmm, okay. Um, I don't need this to be gore porn, Eli, but I'm interested to see what he's able to do with it. Um, But yeah, uh, who knows, Chris, hopefully this pans out to be something that we really look back on and go, man, I'm glad we gave it a chance. Um, But Dom, your thoughts on uh, Mad Max making the list?
2: Unfortunately, I've only seen Fury Road, but I think that's enough for me, because I mean, I'd always heard. I'd always heard about Mad Max and. For a minute, I'll, I thought it was uh, because the first time I saw the name Mad Max, I saw uh, it was uh, a novel. So I thought when I heard people talking about it, I was like, y'all all reading these books? Damn, y'all committed to this series. That's what's up. And then not realizing it was a film franchise. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I think I think I might have been like a freshman in, in high school when that when that happened. Um, but no, Fury Road, like, it was a great movie. I saw it kind of late after uh, it had already got a lot of hype, and then the hype um, I, I, it was it was perfect. Um, so I, I'd have to go back. I tried to watch the first one. It came on AMC one day, but it was in the middle of it, and I wanted to watch it from the beginning. So I just ended up turning it off because I didn't I didn't know exactly what was going on. Um, and I've <clears throat> After doing so many reviews, I found myself being a person that I can't not start a movie from the beginning. And if someone interrupts the movie, I have to pause it. Look at them. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. I can't, like, let it run and go back. I don't know. It's a a weird thing. Uh, So I would have to go back and watch the rest of them um, to kind of give you a full feel of the franchise itself. but but ju- just based off Free Road, I can see exactly why it would be on this list, though.
0: Yeah, uh, great, great, great franchise to put on this list, and huge shouts out to if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, Chris, uh, Mel Gibson and Whitney Houston, right?
1: yeah that's beyond thunderdome that's that that was the one i was alluding to you know what i like i said earlier you know
0: four out of five is not bad three out of four is not bad either we'll we'll roll with that (laughs) for now
2: um
0: yeah no i'm with you on that uh dom last one for um best action movie franchises what you're throwing up on here all right so this is
2: a it's 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 not it only has it only has two movies so it's hard to say franchise, um, but I know that they were talking about a third one, but uh, it's the Crank series. Uh- <laughs> oh,
0: I knew you were gonna. I knew <laughs> Don was gonna be the one to do this. I'm sorry. I'm gonna let you finish. Go ahead. Go. No,
2: I mean it, 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 when I remember first seeing it, it was something that completely caught me off guard. It's it's a crazy idea. It's full throttle the entire time. Um, But the idea, you know, the first one, him trying to to keep sticking himself with the epinephrine and trying to find this adrenaline uh, to keep his heart going is crazy. And then the second one where his heart's gone and he has to keep getting uh, these jolts to keep him going. I mean, uh, and it's Jason Statham. So, I mean, it's not everyone's cup of tea, definitely. But, I mean, just the pure high adrenaline of the movies Makes it exciting to watch, and like I said, it's a cra- it's a crazy idea, and you know, but apparently it's the first one at least. It's kind of a thing that happens uh, with like Priyaz and the Yakuza. You know, <laughs> like too loud, they won't come get me. But uh, no, man, I just thought it's a fun it's a fun friend uh, franchise to to watch. Um, because if anything, if you don't really care about the storyline that much, you can just watch all the craziness go on. I mean, him all hyped up, riding a motorcycle that he stole in the damn hospital gown is fucking crazy. Um, but yeah, it's it's not one that gets mentioned a lot, but you know, I, I, I like watching it.
0: Okay, so I'm gonna say this. Uh, hold on, I want to write it down. All right, I'm gonna say this. That first crank is the freshest concept in action movie history outside of matrix, like something that's just so out there that no one ever thought of that. Right. The second one was (laughs) so unnecessary. It was, I I equate it to how horrible transporter three was (laughs) um, to where it's just like, all right, this is just so fucking stupid. Like the first one was like, all right, it's supposed to be fun, but it was a lot of fun. I compare my love for Crank to my love for Shoot 'Em Up with Clive Owen and the greatest actor, Paul Giamatti, um, because it was just so fresh. It wasn't something that we've seen a billion different times. The guy killed someone with a goddamn carrot. Like it was just so it, it was reinventing the wheel for for what action movies were, uh, or what we were used to. Uh, and Crank literally pushed the envelope completely. Um, but that second one is just, in my opinion, so fucking stupid. They
2: they do that to Jason Statham a lot because The Mechanic is one of my favorite action movies. Preach Dom. Preach it, Dom. And then they do the second one, and I'm like, why did y'all make it like Fast and Furious? It didn't need to be over the top. The first one was this, like, noir type of calm type of thing with him and Ben Foster wanting to kill him the whole time, but he's training them at the same time. And the second one, he's like jumping out of buildings and shit. And I was like, and then they're like, all right, how can we make this movie uh, even
0: more cash grabby? I know. We'll throw in Jessica Alba (laughs) for for guys to go, Oh, she's hot. I'll see this movie. Like, Oh my God, you guys are so stupid. Um, Chris, your thoughts on crank making the list for best action movie franchise. I have no problem with it. I mean, I wouldn't personally put it on the list, but I unapologetically
1: love those films the same way that I unapologetically love all of the Rambo movies. <laughs> <laughs> I say, Go ahead, Chris. I was just going to say, regardless of how ridiculous it is, it was a fresh idea. And just I don't know, man. There's that one scene where he hooks himself to a car battery to restart his chest, <laughs> and its it still stands out in my mind. So, mission accomplished. I also agree about the mechanic, that what the fuck were they doing with that second film? But yeah, that's a great movie as well.
0: Yeah, that first one is a classic. And I will I keep saying this, Jason Statham has at least five classics that are slept on. Um, I i think his uh, one of his biggest classics was, um, shit, Guy Ritchie one, where he was playing chess. Uh, Andre Three Stacks was in it. Um, God damn, I can't think of it. Hold on, let me bring it up. Hold on.
1: Um, (laughs) when you bring up andre 3000 i can only think of four brothers and that's another action movie i unapologetically love
0: (laughs) yeah that is probably the only time i can literally stomach mark is is in that movie um jason statham hold on i know when i see it revolver that's what it i didn't even have to look at it yet um was it revolver i think it was I said that with a lot of confidence and then was feeling like I was wrong. Um, hold on. Hold on.
1: <laughs> While you're doing that, best scene from Four Brothers at the very end when they're all talking about banging that cop's wife. It's fucking hilarious.
0: <laughs> I would have to definitely agree. I would definitely have to agree. Hold on. Let me type in Guy Ritchie. Um No. God damn it. Give me... <laughs> I typed in Jason Statham and Guy Ritchie and they're like, are you talking about the new movie that's not even made yet? No, Rich, the one that they've done already. Regardless, um, I put that movie up there, but Jason Statham had some sleepers. Like, my all-time, my five for Jason Statham would be the first crank, first expendables, first mechanic, Transporter 2, and for the fifth one, as much as I want to say Death Race, I'm going to go with um, Killer Elite. I fucking loved Killer Elite. And then my outside looking in is definitely Cellular. Um, And like I said, Revolver. It it was Revolver, guys. Um, Hold on, I'm sending it to the group chat now. Um, But yeah, Jason Statham has some sleepers. and, And unfortunately, he's in this point in his life where he just keeps accepting movies that he shouldn't. Um, So people are kind of like, oh, he's a bad actor. No, Jason Statham has some sleepers um, that if you know anything about his movies, you know that man has some classics under his belt. Um, But yeah, no, I mean, like you said, Chris, it's one of those things to where it's like, it was very fresh. Um, But yeah, no, when it comes to action movies, no one should ever be apologetic for liking what they like because action movies are meant to be digested differently. Um, you know, Joel tells me all the time how much shoot 'em up is like the worst piece of garbage ever. I love it, and it's not even a guilty pleasure. It's <laughs> meant to be over the top, cheesy, kind of wild uh action movie. Um, the difference I'd say between shoot 'em up and Crank 2 is it's such a drastic drop from what the first one was like the first one was like all realistic things to try to keep your your heart going that second one he was just like he became like didn't he become like this giant when like um he was in like the 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 plant um like the electrical power plant or something like that where he was getting this strength and fighting some it was just it was like come on guys the fuck is this <laughs> it at one
1: what what did you want him to do? Like build some kind of core that he could put in his chest, and then maybe you know, like you know what have, I
0: actually wanted have a suit
1: that he could fly around wanted.
0: in. I compared, and albeit I think this movie is greatly overrated, I compared the first Crank to how poetic Scarface was. When you saw the end of Scarface, no one went. What would it be like if he didn't die and they made a sequel? That's how I felt at the end of Crank. I'm like. This is it. I don't need you to do anymore. That was so poetic. You know? <laughs>
1: I'll, I'll, I'll have to agree to disagree with you because they made a whole video game based on what if Tony Montana didn't okay. die?
0: Time out. Time out. <laughs> time out. That was one of the best fucking games I've ever played in my life. I, to this day, will say I put Scarface up there with Vice City um, is one of the best like action adventure uh, or, or whatever you call Grand Theft Auto type of games. Um, I legit and I remember this, Chris, Rick James, um, Super Freak, was like one of the songs I would play on the radio. I legit took all the other songs off and had that as the only song that would play when I got in the car in, in Scarface. Um, and I legit learned that song word for word. But that game was great. But I'm glad they never, ever <laughs> tried to make that into an actual movie because it just would have been stupid. It would have a video game. I would I would love this
1: just for the ridiculousness, if, especially if they casted Al Pacino now and he's just like, oh yeah, I made it out and I've been living in Colombia this entire time. And he's just old man <laughs> dealing with like new drug dealers and, and like new ways of importing drugs to America. Like you could make that into a
0: movie. I would watch that. Shoot, if you want to go all out, say... Uh... <laughs> Tony has been in the same place Tupac has been and it's about him and Tupac trying to escape Cuba (laughs) (laughs) go all out with it if you want to be that's what I'm saying like like, why not like we're talking about (laughs) shit just
1: being crazy with action movies if you're gonna if you want to do an action Scarface with old Al Pacino I'm totally down where they only play super freak every time he gets in and out of a car sounds (laughs) awesome
0: Chris could you picture the pitch meeting (laughs) um with them trying to sell that to al pacino and al pacino just going bitch i got oscars if you'll get this shit out of my face like i ain't doing this it's like come on man you and tupac in a buddy in like a buddy drug dealer movie like come on everybody wants that what happened
1: with that they were doing a relaunch of this movie for so long did they just kill that off
0: yeah yeah I, i think it's one of those things that's just honestly i think redoing scarface will at some point be in the same hell as the crow to where we're talking about it every five years and yet nothing is like moving forward
1: yeah if you want a crazy thing about the crow yeah check out that script that they wrote for dmx when they were going to have dmx play the crow
0: that legit sounds like the funniest sketch I've ever heard in my life <laughs> seeing the crow start barking would be hilarious
1: this would have been right after like exit wounds and was it romeo must die so when, a classic
0: by the way romeo when, must die is definitely a classic
1: so when dmx was at the top of his game let's say
0: yeah I, I would say probably around that time wouldn't have hated the idea of it purely because he was pretty he had a pretty good streak when he was on top of his game so um, but alright, let's end this with just one, one go-around of best action movie trailer. Um, this time I'm not going to start. I'm actually going to let you start, Dom. Um,
2: I'm going to say, and this is funny because the, the movie itself didn't have, or the trailer itself didn't have a lot of action in it. Um, but the Expendables. for the simple fact it was every single action star that we all grew up watching and all these action movies put in jam packed uh into this new action uh film and everybody uh was excited even if you weren't an action movie lover you just you knew all the names you're like holy shit, you got all these guys together like i gotta see it um so yeah that i, tra- I just was looking at it again There wasn't a whole lot of action in that trailer. It was just like a whole bunch of showing their faces. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. So um, that's definitely got to be my Expendables. Yeah, that... I will say the trailer isn't what
0: sold me for Expendables. It was just the names, like like you were saying. It was just the idea of seeing all these really old guys coming back together uh, for this movie. Um, And I... Enjoyed all of the expendables I don't have any issues with any of the Expendables I thought they were all really well done um, I even like the idea of um, uh, Steven Seagal No sorry not Steven Seagal um, Sylvester Stallone um, Pitching an all female cast I'm like yeah that's dope hell yeah I love when Ronda Rousey came on uh, To the right, picture right. Um, I love when Gina came into the picture for Fast and Furious um, yeah, do an all-female one. Um, shit, doing all-babies one. Um, like, <laughs> like, keep going with the Expendables. Get as ridiculous as possible. Have, Like, have Betty White be the Steven Seagal of the all-female team. Um, like, really have some fun with this. But, um, no, I really, truly enjoyed it. But um, the trailer didn't really need to do much. Once you tell me the greatest action heroes of, of our time are coming together, kind of just had me sold there. Um, but Chris, your thoughts on the Expendables, uh, trailer, like, did that sell you or were the names enough for you?
1: I mean, the trailer sold me because it showed you who all was going to be in the film. Right. So so from that standpoint, I love that trailer, but also they all run together. Like, (laughs) so I can't, if you showed me all three of those trailers and like, whenever they showed the credit that showed what the movie name was, you closed my eyes. I I wouldn't be able to tell you which one was which without rewatching the movies, to be honest. But, I mean, from the same – yeah, same standpoint. When I saw that trailer, I was like, holy shit, I got to watch this.
0: Yeah, and, Chris, do you, uh, did you like all of them? I
1: don't know that I've seen all of them, so maybe that's an unfair. I liked all the ones I've seen.
0: Okay, that works. That's fair. Dom, were you a fan of all of them? Yeah, yeah. I didn't I
2: didn't see all of the third one because um, I, I think I caught the third one on FX or something like that. Um, but the first two, definitely, yeah.
0: I will say, Dom, they're all on um, – I either saw them all on Hulu or all on HBO Max, which, okay. by the way, Chris, huge shouts out to you because I'm on HBO Max now, and I'm now watching all of the diehards. Um, I got the first one on now. Um, getting ready for Christmas, baby. But um, no, all right, so Expendables for, for your trailer. I like it. I, I, I definitely like it. It was definitely one of those movies that kind of made you go, wow, they're really going to pull this off. All these action heroes coming together. Cool. Um, Chris, what action movie trailer are you putting up?
1: Bad Boys 2.
0: Ooh. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I'm
1: going to have to take a page out of your book just because Michael Bay. He is just so great at putting out these trailers. And I absolutely loved Will Smith at the time and Martin Lawrence so this dropped and I had already seen the first movie and I was so ecstatic for this movie I don't remember anything about the trailer I'm just doing this off the dome <laughs> I remember as a kid that being like the thing that I was most excited about in the entire world for like like two months until the movie came out and I made my parents take me to it like the day it came out I was like no this is day one <laughs> we gotta be here day one for this film
0: yeah no I'm I, I'm with you on that um I will say wasn't the I think the trailer for that was um where they were uh masquerading as as the KKK.
2: Yes, yeah, so Will Smith pops up with the off the the little cloak comes off and he's the, the two guns in his hands right. side to side.
1: Right. Yeah, and, there, and there's like a car flying above them at one point while they're just firing off rounds. I mean, it's just it's your classic Michael Bay trailer but then you throw in the comedy of what that franchise is which could easily have made this list for me as well because I love I love the bad boys franchise but yeah like it's just a great trailer and as a kid I remember being like I have to go see this like right now (laughs) shut up and take my money please
0: yeah my dad took me to go see that my mom would have never but my dad took me to go see that and I was very happy that he did it was so 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 funny um I I don't think you'll get funnier in an action comedy than um them taking off the 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 sheets and going blue power motherfucker (laughs) um and then (laughs) i i to me i think some of the best comedy from from them in that movie is damn who shot you in your ass you did (laughs) i shot you <laughs> I was doing a lot of shooting. <laughs> like, <laughs> that
1: and the what is the there's like one scene with a Power Ranger where he sits at Will Smith sits on a Power Ranger. He's like, What the hell you got toys in your car? I don't know why it makes me pop every time.
0: <laughs> that was hilarious. But um yeah, I, I'll never laugh more than I shot you? I mean, I was doing a lot of shooting, but I shot you. <laughs> um yeah, no, those two were a a pair. Made like a, a, a match made in heaven. Um, I, I don't think a comic duo is better than than those two coming together. Uh, besides maybe the only comic duo I would say is close. Anytime you give me James Franco and Seth Rogen, I'm I'm leaning towards no, yeah, this is pretty good. Um, but um, yeah, no, definitely Chris, I'm with you on that. I actually sent you guys in the group chat, the trailer I want you guys to check out while, while I'm breaking it down, but it, it's my pick that I kind of gave away before, is Mission Impossible, Ghost Protocol, the trailer for that, Where um, and the song is what really drives it. Um, that's what I wanted you guys to listen to. Um, but uh, I loved it. It was showing us um, kind of a different feel for Ethan to where it's kind of more so... He's in the bad guy, is He going rogue. What's happening? And then you showing me Paula Patton. Um, I was like, okay, Paula. O- okay. Um, Jeremy Renner. This was before uh, Hollywood made the horrible mistake of thinking you can replace Matt Damon with Jeremy Renner. Um, <laughs> um, and I believe it was the first time we saw Alec Baldwin enter the franchise, and I was just blown away by this by this trailer. I was like. Sign me up. I'm ready to go. And I remember seeing it and going. This is so much fun, man. Like, goodness gracious. Tom Cruise makes Scientology seem so cool. <laughs> um, but no, I, I love the trailer. I love the action. It's just so action driven, like it takes your breath and it doesn't let go. Um, and that trailer is so much fun. Um, I'm trying my best to talk through to let you guys watch the trailer. <laughs> um but no, it was it was a really good uh step forward. Um and it hasn't slowed down since then. Every single uh Mission Impossible movie after that has been consistently good. There's been no drop. Um they've even gotten better somehow, especially with this last one with with Henry Cavill. Um so I applaud them cuz usually with a franchise like this it gets stale you start seeing the same stuff that you've seen before, but they've done a really good job of keeping it fresh um, and extending it for as long as they have. I mean, we're talking about six and seven coming out in the next four or five years. Um, You guys done with the trailer? I'm out of breath.
1: Uh (laughs) (laughs) I'm close. I I think I'm done. Close enough to being done. I got like five seconds left.
0: Okay. Uh, Go, go. You want to go then Chris?
1: Yeah, sure. I, that, that is a great trailer. I, I want to, you know, Dom pointed back to wanting to see that, the, that Mission Impossible 2 because of the music in it, right? Because of Limp Biscuit in it. But that they've done that throughout that entire series. Because didn't Metallica even have a music video for Mission Impossible 3 with Then I Disappear I or whatever? That, yeah, like, they so. always have these big banger music video trailers. And you know, like it kind of sucks we don't get those anymore. Because like even going back to one of my favorite action films of all time, Terminator 2, you get the guns and roses in the trailer with the semi truck chasing after John Connor in Terminator on a motorcycle. You're like, fuck yeah, that's awesome. So that's a great trailer. I don't I don't know that I even ever saw the trailer. I think I just expected that would be a good movie and went and saw it, surprisingly.
0: Yeah. I had I had a lot of fun watching that uh, trailer when it first came out. I think I watched it like 90 times, and then I downloaded the song. Um, that's how much I loved it. But um, no, I mean I, I also just a really quick detour if I go to you Dom. Um, wow, yes Terminator two, greatest probably I would I would say I don't think I have any arguments against it not being the best action movie uh, of all time. I mean, it's almost Chris flawless. It is probably one of Hollywood's most unflawed action movies ever. Um, outside of probably anything Bruce Lee did, but again, I can't faithfully say that till I see it. Um, but yeah, I'd say mainstream Hollywood Terminator two is probably as good as you get.
1: Bro, I love Terminator 2 so hard as a kid that I actually got my hair cut like Arnold Schwarzenegger and would <laughs> run around in the backyard with Nerf guns pretending I was the Terminator. That's how much I love Terminator 2 <laughs> as a kid. And it never went away. Now the only difference is I don't cry as much when you know he lifts, his, <laughs> he lifts himself down into the uh, lava pit or the, uh, the molting pit.
0: Chris, how did you feel about this last one that just came out? Because I, I really enjoyed it a lot.
1: I haven't seen it because I was so disappointed in the film that came before it. Was that Genocide that came before
0: it? Genesis, yeah. Which I, I'll say this, Chris, if you hated Genesis, this is a drastic step up from um, from what horrible mess that that uh, Genesis laid. Um, I, I do believe because I know you to be a purist when it comes to Terminator. Um, it's not your. It's not a perfect. Um, follow up from where we saw T2 end and I believe this is supposed to be after T2 Um, so I think you'll probably still have some glaring issues with it it's just not a bad movie Um, is is what me and Joelle were saying uh, in our review of it it's not a bad movie at all seeing um, uh, what's her name come back uh, was a lot of fun. Always seeing Arnold come back was a lot of fun. And Gabriel Luna did a great job being the new the the new Terminator. Um, and the new hybrid chick was was really cool to watch also. Um, so, Chris, I would definitely ask you if you have Hulu, please check it out for me, uh, purely because I just want to see uh, how you feel about it. I'll check it out. I don't have as much
1: problem with the Terminator universe as I do some of the other action films, just because the Terminator universe in general, revolves around time travel. Right. I just want the movies not to be giant piles of dog shit.
0: I think, <laughs> this, one, I think this one is the, del- like, if you didn't like Salvation or you didn't like Genesis, I would say this is definitely better than those two. Take that as as, as you may, um, but it's definitely better than those two. Um, which is so crazy, because I remember watching uh, Salvation and just going, what did you guys base this shit off of like why is this like so bad
1: i mean that's the thing is they hit me with like i didn't really like three that much and then i got hit with just a what i would consider a shit storm especially <laughs> loving two as much i will give this a watch and i will try to keep an open mind while watching it and not get frustrated
0: i'll say this chris the best mindset to have going into this is that it's better than salvation and genesis so you won't be angered at like, man, this is just par for the course, or this is worse than those two. Uh, if you go into it with the mindset of it's better than the last two dog piles I've seen, um, I, I think you'll definitely be fine coming out of this movie.
1: All right, I'll, I'll give it a watch just for you. Please. But I'm not. I'm not gonna promise. I'm not gonna bury it if I think it's terrible.
0: So. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not asking you to watch it to agree with me. I actually just want you to – because like I said, I know you're a purist when it comes to Terminator. I just want you to watch it to see how you felt about it. Um, because me and Joel are also really big Terminator fans, and we, we left it really enjoying it. Um, so I'm just curious what your take on it is. So, um, yeah, if, if, if it's horrible to you, shred it. Uh, <laughs> I'm just curious to see what your thoughts are.
1: On the next show, I'll give a full update and review. <laughs>
0: <laughs> please do definitely please do and dom if you haven't seen it please please do uh please gotcha check it out. That also. um wait i started with you dom chris it's your go or did you go no you went with bad boys too okay so everyone went all right i started to, to confuse myself there all right guys so this was a great episode and a great start to our action uh our action portion of gvn review um let us know, guys, what other ones you want us to do. I know we talked about doing comedies at some point. We talked about doing anime at some point. That's gonna be a rabbit hole. Um, <laughs> we are. That is gonna cause some arguments. I can guarantee you that. Um, anime is one of those things to where it's like people grade anime by two by two scales, mainstream, and then what die-hard anime fans uh, watch like. Um, I told you guys, my little brother trying to like school me on anime and I'm like, have you seen Dragon Ball Z? No. Yu-Gi-Oh? No. Big O? No. Inuyasha? No. All right, then I don't think we should be talking about anime. <laughs> like you basing it off of what's existed in the past 12 years of you living. Anime is wider than that. Um, so, but yeah, that, that's going to be a lot of fun when we get to that, but we got so much stuff to do with action. Best action movie directors, best fight scenes, um, best sequels. And Chris isn't allowed to say T2. Um, <laughs> like, we got, we got a lot of action before we get into other stuff. So we're going to have a lot of fun with this action um, portion of GVN review. And we hope you guys enjoy it as much as we enjoy making them. Um, this is a lot of fun. I want to thank Chris. I want to thank Dom. Dom has a crap ton of either interviews or reviews that he is just <laughs> farting out by the second. Um, make sure you guys check that out. And like Chris just said, just shot an episode of wrestling geeks Alliance um, also skates to throats. Make sure you guys check that out. Also um, we have a lot of great content for you guys. Make sure you're, you're uh, refreshing everything's on Spotify, Apple, uh stitcher all your major dsps make sure you guys check it out and um that's all i got for you chris dom you guys want to add anything
1: no i just i would say that uh t and i did a review of
0: the confessions killer off netflix so if you guys like true crime check that out that was a lot of fun make sure you guys check that out i'm definitely going to give it a listen i saw it uh pop up on spotify um, so it's queued up for me to listen to. Can't do it at night because I have nightmares, so I'm waiting for the sun to pop up to play it. Uh, <laughs> but make sure you guys check that out. Dom, anything that you want to uh, promote?
2: <clears throat> no, I, but I would say uh, there's a new movie on Netflix called His House. If you still <clears throat> had the urge to watch a horror movie, uh, this is a pretty good one. Um it's, it's just take my word for
0: it when it comes to horror always take dom's word for it so i'm with you on that dom 100 percent. i'll make sure i add that to my list i don't know i stopped paying for netflix because there was nothing that i really had interest in at the moment um and i have a huge problem with paying for stuff that i don't watch anything on so i've been going hulu heavy right now um peacock heavy um, you know obviously HBO Max Disney Plus with The Mandalorian so I'll loop back around to Netflix at some point when they stop canceling all the good shit that I watch you know when they take a break from that I think I'll be willing to pay them again um, but make sure you guys check out our content we will see you guys next week uh, and also stay tuned we got a really cool game show coming out um, so game night will be coming back pretty soon and this, this game is a lot of fun I think we all had a lot of fun um, preparing it and, and getting it ready for you guys. Um, so stay tuned for that. But till next time, guys.
2: Peace. Peace.